All right, now we're going to be going through our Old Testament passage together. So let's grab those Bibles and open them up to 2 Chronicles chapter 19, verse 1, all the way to chapter 20, verse 37. It says, Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, returned in safety to his house in Jerusalem. But Jehu, the son of Hanani, the seer, went out to meet him and said to King Jehoshaphat, Should you help the wicked and love those who hate the Lord? Because of this, wrath has gone out against you from the Lord. Nevertheless, the same good is found in you. For you destroyed the Aseroth out of the land and have set your heart to seek God. So you've destroyed the wicked and your heart is now working on seeking God. Jehoshaphat lived in Jerusalem and he went out again among the people from Beersheba to the hill country of Ephraim, and brought them back to the Lord, the God of their fathers. He appointed judges in the land in all the fortified cities of Judah, city by city, and said to the judges, Consider what you do. For you judge not for man, but for the Lord. He is living with you and giving judgment. So that's an important thing for us to remember. We're not just doing things for ourselves, but we're also representing our amazing Heavenly Father. He then continued by saying, Now then, let the fear of the Lord be upon you. Be careful what you do, for there is no injustice with the Lord our God, or partiality, or taking bribes. More things we need to remember and apply. These are characteristics that we need to have and need not to have in our life. Moreover, in Jerusalem, Jehoshaphat appointed servant Levites and priests and heads of families of Israel to give judgment for the Lord and to decide disputed cases. They had their seat in Jerusalem, and he charged them, Thus you shall do in the fear of the Lord, in faithfulness and with your whole heart. Important characteristics. Whenever a case comes before you from your brothers who live in their cities concerning bloodshed, law or commandment, statutes or rules, then you shall warn them that they may not incur guilt before the Lord and wrath may not come upon you and your brothers. This you shall do and you will not incur guilt. And behold, Amariah, the chief priest, is over you in all matters of the Lord, and Zebediah, the son of Ishmael, the governor of the house of Judah, in all the king's matters. And the Levites will serve you as officers. Deal courageously, and may the Lord be with the upright. Chapter 20. After this, the Moabites and the Ammonites, and with them some of the Manunites, came against Jehoshaphat for battle. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, A great multitude is coming against you from Edom, from beyond the sea. And behold, they are in Hazaron Tamor, that is the Engedi. Then Jehoshaphat was afraid and set his face to seek the Lord. A good response and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah assembled to seek help from the Lord. From all the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord, and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? 
You rule over the kingdoms of the nations. In your hand are power and might, so that none is able to withstand you. Did you not, our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? And they have lived in it and have built for you a sanctuary in it, a sanctuary for your name, saying, If disaster comes upon us, the sword, judgment, pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this house and before you, for your name is in this house, and cry out to you in our affliction, and you will hear and save. And now, behold, the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom you would not let Israel invade when they came from the land of Egypt, and whom they avoided and did not destroy. Behold, they reward us by coming to drive us out of your possession, which you have given us to inherit. O oh, our God, will you not execute judgment on them? For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Now that is important that no matter if we know what to do or not to do, our eyes are always focused on our Heavenly Father and that He will give us instruction. Meanwhile, all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, son of Benaiah, son of Jael, son of Matiniah, a Levite, and the son of Asaph in the midst of the assembly. <clears throat> and he said, Listen, all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed at this great horde, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Oh, what great thing to hear. Tomorrow, go down against them, Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the valley east of the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not need to fight this battle. Stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid, do not be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, and the Lord will be with you. Then Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah, all of the inhabitants of Jerusalem, fell down before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Another good response. And the Levites of the Kohathites and the Korahites stood up to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. And they rose early in the morning, and went into the wilderness of Tekoa. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, Judah, and inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe his prophets, and you will succeed. And when he had taken counsel with the people, he appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire. And they went before the army and say, Give thanks to the Lord, for his steadfast love endures forever. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah. 
so that they were rooted. For the men of Ammon and Moab rose against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, devoting them to destruction. When they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they all helped to destroy one another. That's what happens when you're going against things of God. You're not going to succeed. God will stand with his people. And destruction and destroying one another comes to those who have evil plans. When Judah came to the watchtower of the wilderness, they looked towards the horde. And behold, there were dead bodies lying on the ground. None had escaped. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take their spoil, they found among them in great numbers goods, clothing, and precious things which they took for themselves until they could carry no more. They were three days in taking spoil. It was so much. And on the fourth day they assembled in the valley of Barak, for there they blessed the Lord. Therefore the name of that place has been called the Valley of Barak to this day. And then they returned, every man of Judah and Jerusalem, and Jehoshaphat at their head, returning to Jerusalem with joy, for the Lord had made them rejoice over their enemies. They came to Jerusalem with harps and lyres and trumpets to the house of the Lord, and the fear of God came on all the kingdoms and all the countries when they heard that the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. So the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet, for his God gave him rest all around. Our God is the God who gives rest. Thus, Jehoshaphat reigned over Judah. He was 35 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 25 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Azubah, the daughter of Shilhi. He walked in the way of Asa, his father, and did not turn aside from it, doing what was right in the sight of the Lord. Important. The high places, however, were not taken away. The people had not yet set their hearts upon the God of their fathers. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoshaphat, from first to last, are written in the chronicles of Jehu, the son of Hanani, which are recorded in the book of the kings of Israel. After this, Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, joined with Ahaziah, king of Israel, who acted wickedly. He joined him in building ships to go to Tarshish, and they built ships in Ezion-Geber. Then Eliezer, the son of Dodahavu of Merah, prophesied against Jehoshaphat, saying, Because you have joined with Ahaziah, the Lord will destroy what you have made. And the ships were wrecked and were not able to go to Tarshish. Here was a king, a leader, who started off so great, who he himself kept his heart right before God. But he allowed some compromising relationships, some compromising friendships, and some compromising among his people to take toll in his life, to take toll over being king. And with that, it brought destruction. It brought pain. And it destroyed some of the assets that should have stayed. Remember, we need to live right. 
and we need to honor God. That includes our work, our friendships, our alliances. We want to remember it matters who we join ourselves to. It says, because you have joined with Ahaziah, and he was known as a wicked man, the Lord will destroy what you have made. Let's be careful who we join ourselves with. Amen? Let's now open up our hearts and worship our Heavenly Father some more together this morning.
New Testament passage, let's now open up our Bibles to the book of Romans, and we're going to go to chapter 9, verses 1 to 29 together. I am speaking the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience bears me witness in the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my brothers, my kinsmen, according to the flesh. They are the Israelites, and to them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, and the promises. To them belong the patriarchs, and from their race, according to the flesh, is the Christ, who is God over all, blessed forever. Amen. But it is not as though the word of God has failed, for not all who are descended from Israel belong to Israel, and not all are children of Abraham, because they are his offspring. But through Isaac shall your offspring be named. This means that not that it is not the children of the flesh who are the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as offspring. For this is what the promise said. And about this time next year I will return, and Sarah will have a son. And not only so, but also when Rebekah had conceived children by one man, our forefather Isaac, though they were not yet born and had done nothing, either good or bad, in order that God's purpose of election might come true, not because of works, but because of him who calls. She was told the older will serve the younger. As it is written, Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. What shall we say then? Is there injustice on God's part? By no means. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. So then it depends not on human will or exhortation, but on God who has mercy. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, For this very purpose I have raised you up, that I might show my power in you, and that my name may be proclaimed throughout the earth. So then... He has mercy on whomever he wills, and he hardens whomever he wills. You will say to me, why does he still find fault? For who can resist his will? But who are you, O man, to answer back to God? Will what is molded say to its molder, why have you made me like this? God made us. We didn't make him. We are, we are the clay. He is the master. Who are we to say, why have you made me like this? Why have you done this? Why have you done that? That's what it's trying to say here. Has the potter no right over the clay to make out of the same lump one vessel for honorable use and another for dishonorable use? What if God, desiring to show his wrath and to make known his power, has endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction? in order to make known the riches of his glory for vessels of mercy, which he has prepared beforehand for glory. Even us whom he has called, 
not from the Jews, but from the Gentiles. As indeed he says in Hosea, those who were not my people, I will call my people. And her who was not beloved, I will call beloved. And this very place where it was said to them, you are not my people, there they will be called sons of the living God. And Isaiah cries out concerning Israel, Though the number of sons of Israel be at the end of the sand of the sea, only a remnant of them will be saved. For the Lord will carry out his sentence upon the earth fully and without delay. And as Isaiah predicted, the Lord of hosts has not left us offspring. We would have been like Sodom and become like Gomorrah. So it's important for us to see and understand here that God has a plan, God has a purpose, and God has a specific design and creation for each of us. It is important for us to know and understand who he is. He is the master. He is the potter. He is the molder, and we are just the clay, and we are part of his design. He has created us. We need to remember we want to serve him, worship him, give him glory, give him honor, and give him praise. Now, today, as we pray today, we want to pray, Lord, for your will to touch our heart. We want to be like Jehoshaphat in the beginning. We don't want later on to have alliances with wicked people. There's some important principles for us to see here, and we need to pray to be a part of our life. Amen? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you this morning. Father, first we thank you for your word. Lord, your word teaches us the importance of our life and our character, and who we work with and alliances and how we should be. Lord, we pray and ask, Help us to learn these things. Help us to apply these things in our life. Give us wisdom, Father God, on our friendships, on our relationships, on those we work with, on those that we will work with. Lord, when you look at us, look at us, Lord God, as children who love you. Let yourself see us as children who give you honor and respect. Lord, do not let us be like those wicked ones who because of that they were destroyed, or what they had was destroyed. Father, continue to do the work that you have started in our life. Lord, continue the good work that you have begun. Lord, we also come and we pray for our nation. We always come and ask, Lord God, that you give wisdom to our government officials as they're making decisions for our land. We pray for the healing to flow among our land, Lord God, that our brothers and sisters be strong and strengthened in you. And Lord, we pray for sickness and disease to be far from our household, Lord God. Lord, we thank you that a blessing, the blessings of a tither are upon us and are upon our families. Lord, we also pray that you give strength to our medical frontliners, Lord, that you give them wisdom and knowledge and ability. Keep them healthy. Keep them strong, Lord God, as they work hard to take care of us, your children. Father, we pray and ask that you be with us today, Lord, in our coming and our going. Give us wisdom, Lord, in how we should apply your word and how we should see these things come to pass in our life. We thank you that you are an amazing Father who has an amazing plan for our life, that you watch over us, help us, protect us, Lord God, and guide us. 
We thank you and praise you for you are so worthy, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, this is Pastora A signing off for today saying I will see you guys real soon. Bye, guys.